Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. Mother will bet your family says this sound is music to the ears. The sound of a Kroger Tender Ray steak sizzling as it broils to a luscious brown. And what a thrill to cut into that rich red meat and taste the buttery tenderness and delicious freshness of Kroger Tenderay steak. Yes, it's the famous beef that's always fresh, always tender, because it's tendered by the original Kroger Tenderay method. You know it's tender, because by the Kroger Tenderay method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh, because by the Kroger Tenderay method, there's no need for wasteful aging. No time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Yet Kroger Tenderay beef costs no more than ordinary beef. And Kroger guarantees it's the best eating beef you've served or your money back. So visit your Kroger store and get a delicious tender roast or a big juicy Kroger Tenderay steak. Remember, when it's Kroger Tenderay beef, you know it's always fresh Always tender, the finest beef value in town. Get Kroger Tender Ray beef at your Kroger store soon. And now, hearts in harmony. Freddie and Nora Lang have settled their differences over the arrival of Helen Burroughs, and Freddie has agreed not to create a scene because of her presence in Penny's house. But Penny Gibbs herself is frantic. Not because of Helen Burroughs and the near trouble between Freddie and Nora, but because the community center is scheduled to open tomorrow. And because of young Windy Day's infatuation for her, the young people of Rossville promise to make a mockery of the opening ceremonies. This morning, Penny says to her invalid foster father, Jed... Jed, I phoned Hazel Peters this morning to speak to her about Windy, but she refused to come to the phone. (laughs) Child is fully convinced you took her boyfriend away from her, is she? Yeah, fully convinced. Hazel was my last hope. I was sure if I could just talk to her, I could make her understand that Wendy is going through a phase. No, no, Penny. It's just as well you didn't get to speak to young Hazel. She's of the same mind Wendy is from what you told me. Doesn't she think she's quite the adult? Oh, very much so. It seems that all teenagers these days think they're definitely men and women. (laughs) It's exactly what we thought when we were in our teens. But since these young people think they are grown up, they must be treated as grown ups. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to Hazel Jet. I thought if I could talk to her as one woman to another, I might be able to To do something. To tell her that Wendy was just a child in your estimation and acting as one? Oh, darling, that wouldn't have been very smart, would it? No. And since Hazel chooses to think of you as a woman who has stolen away the man of her heart, it would only appear to her as an admission of guilt on your part. If you call her to talk to her about it. Well, then who am I going to straighten this thing out with? I certainly can't talk to Wendy. Everything I say to him is misunderstood. (laughs) I I know. I know exactly what happens to everything you say to him. Your best bet is to have as little to do with him as possible. But I wouldn't suggest having absolutely nothing to do with him. Well, I can see what that would lead to. He'd start mooning over me more than ever and probably cab on our front porch until I see him. 
Look, Jed, you said that you might talk to him. Do you still want to? Yes, but I'm not ready to yet. I, I don't know what to say. But you said the other day that you weren't worried about what to tell him. You thought that you might be able to just say the right thing at the right time. Well, I was taking the whole matter a lot more lightly than I am now. Now I realize that what I say to him, if I do get to talk to him, will have to be given a great deal of careful thought. Yes, but, Jed, the center opens on Wednesday, and that's tomorrow. Do you realize that? Yes, only too well. But, child, I don't know what to do about the boy right now, and I don't think either of us should do just anything for the sake of doing something. Yeah, but something's got to be done by tomorrow, if it's only an hour before the opening ceremonies, because if the situation remains as it is... Forgive me for interrupting, child, but look who's coming up the front walk. Oh, not Wendy. No, no, your young doctor friend, Evan. Oh, Joe. And in seemingly good spirits, too. I can see the grin on his face from the window here. Oh, excuse me. I'll go let him in. You know, it might be a good idea to let him in on the problem of windy day. I already have. Well, why do you say that? Oh, I was just thinking, if you and young Evans were officially engaged... Jed Billings, I'm not marrying myself off just to rid myself of windy day. Well, it might not be the oh, worst thing golly. you Hello, Penny. Hello, Joel. Come on in. Well, how's my favorite girl this beautiful morning? Oh, is it a beautiful morning? I hadn't noticed. All that blue sky and sunshine out there and you hadn't noticed? <laughs> I've been busy. I really didn't. I have a lot on my mind, as you probably know. Well, I hope trying to argue me into going back to Heatherton Hospital isn't one of your problems. It should be, but it isn't. <laughs> no, the center opens tomorrow with what are supposed to be thoroughly welcome ceremonies. But I'm afraid the opening's going to be nothing of the kind. At three tomorrow, the world comes to an end. Well, now, look, Penny, let's go for a walk. It's a nice day, as you know now, and somehow or other, we think a lot better when we're walking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the air. All right, it'll do me good to get out a while. Tay, you go in and talk to Jed while I run upstairs and change. Okay. You won't be long, will you? No, I'll just slip into a warmer dress. It may look warm outside, but I have an idea it isn't. It won't be too long. Well, I suppose there's no rush. Hello, Mr. Billings. May I come in? Why, yes, yes, Dr. Evans. Come right in, son. Well, how's everything? Oh, about the same. But things are going to be different pretty soon. Better or worse, I don't know which. Yes, uh, Penny told me you're leaving Heatherton and moving to Rossville to take up private practice. That's right. Well, I wish you a lot of luck. Thanks, I'll need it. And I wish Penny would offer me good luck instead of an argument about leaving Heatherton. Well, it does seem to me that you're giving up a great opportunity by leaving Heatherton. But, son, I, I suppose you know what you're doing. Yes, I know what I'm doing. But whether or not it'll get me what I want, I don't know. It takes a while to build up a private practice. You have to have patience <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Well, I hope you have lots of both. Lots of luck in your main reason for moving to Rossville. Oh, Penny told you that too, did she? Oh, didn't tell me a thing. Except that you were leaving the hospital and she doesn't want you to. Son, if you think she's worth the sacrifice you're making for her, I hope you get her. Or uh, am I uh, guessing things I shouldn't? Well, whether you should or shouldn't guess it, you have just the same, Mr. Billing. Well, it wasn't much of a guess, son. I was just putting the right interpretation on what I've seen and what I know about young people. And just because I'm getting along, don't say I don't know about young people. I was young once myself.
Like sitting on a hilltop instead of walking, Penny? Oh, oh it's certainly beautiful up here. Anywhere we can't walk all our lives, Joel. <laughs> oh, look, there's a train coming in from Wayne City. Yes. I like watching trains. From a distance, like this, they look like graceful, mechanical snakes. Did you have to say that? I don't like snakes. <laughs> well, I don't like them either, <laughs> except when they're mechanical. Uh, let's not talk about snakes, mechanical or otherwise. I was right about putting on a heavier dress. It's a lot cooler out than it looks. Oh, shall we get off this hill? It's a little warmer down no, below. No, 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 no. I like it here. Look, there's a freight train coming in from Heatherton. From Heatherton? Mm-hmm. You know, some days I've been so broke, I've thought of hopping that train to come <laughs> to see you. <laughs> doctor turned hobo. Oh, maybe hobo turned doctor. <laughs> oh, golly, I don't know why I can sit up here and be so happy with Windy Dale on my mind. Well, I wish we could solve that peculiar problem. So do I. You know, I have an idea that Hazel and her friends will change their minds at the last minute and be there for the opening. No, I doubt that. They've come to the unanimous decision that I'm a wicked other woman and very righteously want to have nothing to do with me. Oh, somehow or other, you just don't impress me as being the other woman type. Well, I really don't think I am. I'm sure you're not. <laughs> and do you know, for the first time in days, I'm beginning to think that I'm not the other man type either. Well, have you ever thought that you were? Mm-hmm. Ever since I heard Johnny Keith was coming back to Rossville for a visit. Joel, you're not going to start being silly about Johnny again, are you? No. And for the first time in days, I've had an idea that it, it was silly to worry about him. Why? What happened? Oh, it's, it's what hasn't happened. You realize I've been with you for several hours today and you haven't once mentioned his name? Well, if I'd known his name upset you, I would never have mentioned it. Oh, it wasn't his name. It was the fact that you had him in your mind almost constantly. He isn't on my mind constantly. In fact, he hasn't been on my mind at all since yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Windy day has been my only thought. Well, I'm not half as worried about Windy as I was about Johnny. Well, then, if you're not worried about Johnny, what about staying at Heatherton Hospital? Uh-uh. No, Penny, I'm through at Heatherton. Joel, isn't there anything I can do or say to make you change your mind? Must you be stubborn and foolish? I must and... be stubborn and foolish, too, if you want to call me that. Because someday I want to call you Mrs. Joel Evans, Jr., and I've decided the best way to accomplish that is to be in Rossville and on your doorstep is... Hello, Penny. Angela, come in. Oh, let me help you with those suitcases. I can manage No, them. thank come on you. Up. Don't worry, I'm not moving in. <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome to if you have no other place to stay. Oh, these things are heavy. Well, come on, put them down. That's it. <laughs> Good to put them down. <laughs> Well, I had that room with friends, Penny, the one I told you about last week, but I thought I'd stop here first and see you about the center. I'm glad you did. I'm worried about it, Angela. So am I. I'm sorry I couldn't leave the hospital at the end of last week as I planned, but the nurse who was taking my place was... Yes, I know. I got you caught. It's all right. There uh, won't be much for you to do at the center anyway. Nothing but get acquainted with the place. I'm um, afraid it's going to be empty for a long time. Are you sure the youngsters will really carry out their threat? Don't you think some of them will just have to come to the center, even if only out of curiosity? Well, if they do, it'll be just to come and gape at me, the wicked other woman and homemaker. Oh, Penny. Uh, nothing to laugh about, Angela. I'm really sick about it. Just after I got back from my walk with Joel, Mrs. Carlton phoned me. She's excited and thrilled about the opening. Wonders why Hazel hasn't been up to see her lately. Oh, 
she doesn't know about this fantastic trial. No. No, and it's too late to tell her. Besides, telling her won't help. She thinks the youngsters will be there by the hundreds to get their first look at the center and pay homage to the memory of her son, Barry. Oh, golly, Angela, I can't bear the thought of the disappointment she's going to get tomorrow afternoon. Oh, I could take every youngster in town and shake... No, 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 they're only innocently to blame for this, Angela. I suppose you aren't. Well, I must have done something to get myself into this stupid mess. All you did was be yourself. Too attractive to... Even youngsters like Windy Day, but don't worry, Penny. I have an idea that we'll have a happy and successful afternoon at the opening of the center. I have to worry, Angela, because I don't think either one of us has ever faced the kind of humiliation we'll have to face tomorrow afternoon. So the community center opens tomorrow afternoon, and the problem of Windy Day is still far from solved. Will the center really stand empty when it opens its doors tomorrow? Can something still happen to spare Penny humiliation and the aging Mrs. Carlton heartbreak she most certainly doesn't deserve? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Who knows the answer to this question? What beef is always fresh, always tender? Why, of course, you know it's Kroger Tender Ray beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. You know it's always tender because by the original Kroger Tender Ray method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh because by the Kroger Tender Ray method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. So buy Kroger Tender Ray beef soon. And when you do, you'll find Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat less waste, because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Don't forget, when it's Kroger Tender Ray beef, you know it's the finest beef value in town. <laughs>